How's it going, everyone? This is the East vs. West podcast. I am Jake Schwanitz. I'm Jonathan Rich. Uh, kind of a short show today. Um, there's a lot going on. I'm going to touch on the two big sporting events are getting their kickoff today uh, with the U.S. Open. Um, looks like not even – maybe about half the field is teed off at this moment. Um, and then the World Cup starting today. Uh, we have Russia versus Saudi Arabia going on right now, 2-0 Russia. Um, two events we're going to definitely keep an eye on. Um, some big names. Uh, unfortunate the United States isn't in the World Cup, uh, but it's still a great sporting event. We'll definitely be keeping our eyes on it. Absolutely. Uh, I filled out my uh, bracket last night for uh, a couple buddies from school. Um, I'm no expert on soccer at all, but use the lines, uh, try to throw a couple upsets, but my prediction is that Brazil gets back Germany from four years ago, um, and wow. they beat them this time. Uh, that would be awesome. They got absolutely waxed uh, in that <laughs> title game a few years ago. Um, and then in golf, you have Jordan Spieth. He's uh, plus six right now. Uh, Mickelson is plus six. Um, and even the leaders are only at minus one. So... Apparently, the course is uh, much tougher today than a lot of players were expecting. Um, so, it's a storyline to keep your eye on. Um, Tiger Woods gets off at 1.30. So, I don't know. Maybe waiting and seeing how tough the course is. Maybe it will help Tiger. Uh, yeah, so sure. It'll be interesting to watch. Um, should we get into most disappointing teams? Yeah, let's do it. Um this is a segment that my friend uh, Daryl Horton suggested. Um, we took it and ran with it. We had a lot of fun with it. We actually recorded this about, man, what was it? About a week and a half ago. Um, the episode mysteriously uh, vanished. So uh, East vs. West officially has a lost episode. If anyone finds it, uh, prepare for some nice little nuggets on uh, old NBA and NHL games. Yeah, that's absolutely <laughs> true. Alrighty. Um, you want to get us started here with your top ten or first disappointing team? Uh, we should let the listeners know this isn't any order. We're just we just picked ten teams that we all thought had the potential to be disappointing. Uh, the word disappointing kind of fluctuates here too. Um, disappointing for a good team is different than disappointing for a bad team. Absolutely. Um, so just something to keep in mind here as we mention these teams. These are just teams that we thought probably will not live up to their potential this year. Yep. All right, so I'll start off with a bang. Um, I say the Cowboys do not make the postseason this year. Um, and if they do find a way to squeak into a very tough Odyssey, no way they win a playoff game. Um, I just don't see it. I think the NFC is tough. Um, and I think both the Eagles and I think the Giants are uh, two teams that are going to be much, much better in that division. Uh, not to say that the Cowboys are going to be horrible um, and not to even count out the Redskins, but I just think a tough dis- d- tough division, um, a tough conference, and I do not see the Cowboys making it to the postseason. Yeah, I'm kind of with you there. Um, you know, Dallas, I mean, they've always they've been one of those weird teams that they have a few elite run- or uh, – well, of course they have the elite running game, but they've got a few elite position groups, but they kind of struggle in other places. I mean, you have the offensive line, you have the running backs, but we know the struggles for the pass catchers. 
And then the defense is it's always kind of up and down. Um, I mean, they've had to do this ball control offense for some time to kind of hide that defense, you know. So it's just a like you said. I mean, I think they'll be better this year. You get Zeke back all year, but it's going to be tough, I think, to make it, especially this tough NFC. We're going to get into it uh, with a lot of these teams. You'll hear that. Um, it's just a lot of competition in the NFC this year, and I agree. I don't know if Dallas is going to have enough to kind of go over the edge. I um, so my first team, um, I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills here. Um, this team, when I look at their roster, is maybe the worst roster overall in the NFL. Um, it's 2018, and when Kelvin Benjamin is still your best wide receiver, we have problems. Yeah. Um, from what I've heard at uh, minicamp so far, uh, Nathan Peterman has been the best-looking quarterback between him and A.J. McCarron. Uh, that's not good news at all. Uh, Josh Allen still slinging it all over the place. Um, it, it really depends – how long they let this guy sit. If they throw Josh Allen to the fire week six, week eight, um, it could look really ugly there. Yeah, that too. I mean, you're going to put this guy's long-term development at stake uh, doing that too. The defense is real nice. I mean, you have LaShawn McCoy. It's just outside of that, you don't see very much on this team. I just don't see enough flair on the team. Yeah. Um, so... I definitely see Buffalo being a disappointing team. Uh, and that's definitely something to watch for. Uh, my number two uh, team that I actually really like, um, but once again, I think it comes down to a tough NFC. Um, and I'm going to say that the Detroit Lions, uh, I'm going to say they missed the postseason again. Um, or if they get in, kind of like the Cowboys, I don't see them winning a game. Um, it's kind of the same thing. You got the Packers and you have the Vikings in front of you who I both think will be better. Um, and I just think there's too much competition in the NFC for the Lions to make it back to the postseason. Um, and once again, I think this is a team that just hinders around that nine and seven, 10 and six spot. Um, yeah. And they can never just get over that hump and become a real good team. Uh, I think not to say that they won't. Matt Patricia is a new coach. Uh, it's going to take time, but I think in his first year, uh, they kind of stay at that same type of lines that we've been used to. Uh, that nine and seven wild card, but not good enough. Um, so the Lions are my number two disappointing team. Uh, yeah, I could see that. Um, you know, I like this offense quite a bit. Um, but the defense really does concern me. Uh, it feels like it's just like a lot of uh, just another guy is just thrown in there. Um, I, I mean, besides Darius Slay, I mean, that, is that probably their oh, only – Yeah, me too, but is, is that their only elite starter on defense? I'm looking at the roster right now. I mean, you have Ziggy Ansah too. Uh, that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, when you're going against Kirk Cousins – The only thing that will help them um... – is just, I mean, Matt, Matt Patricia being a defensive-minded coach. Good point, um, good point. Coming out as a defense coordinator. But I still don't think that changes enough in one season. Yeah. Um, no. I don't think it changes them to put them in that competitive le level with the teams that they need to be with. Um but I do think that they're a team to watch in the upcoming next two to three years. Uh, I think they could get very good. 
Sure. I mean, when you're going against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers and now Kirk Cousins and the Vikings, I mean, Trubisky and the Bears are going to be a lot better, I believe. Uh, it's a very tough division here. Um, and like you said, it, it's just tough to see them coming out of this division on top. Um, that's that's the best recipe to win in the playoffs. Um, so if they do happen to squeak in, like you said, I could very easily see maybe a one and done or just getting out first round. Yeah, absolutely. I don't even think they win a game playoff game if they do. It'll be uh, interesting, that NFC for sure. All right, my second team here, um, I've got the Cleveland Browns. Um, very talented roster, especially compared to previous years. I mean, you had a lot of ball players through free agency and trades. Um, the quarterback situation looks light years better than what we've seen from them. Um, you know, I have them down as disappointed because I think this team can get four to five wins, but it is the Browns. If they get less than that, I definitely think it'll be disappointing for their fans. Even though you've only won one game the past two years, this team's kind of being hyped up to be about a six to eight win team sometime, from some people I see. Um, I think about four to five is about your goal if you're Cleveland. Um, and it's all comes down to Hugh Jackson, I think. This guy, I think he's kind of just being thrown to the wolves this season. I don't know if he'll make it out of this year. Um, and the, I think that could be because he might hold the team back. I mean, there's a lot of talent here. There's no reason this team shouldn't perform, especially on offense. Absolutely. I think that the Browns, I, I actually think that they should have at least six wins. Um, I think anything under six wins is bad for them. Uh, yeah. So I think that the Browns are a team with a lot of talent, both offensively and defensively. You no longer have a bunch of young players. I mean, you have some veterans. You have Carlos Hyde, a guy who's been in the league for a while. You have Jarvis Lanchy, Josh Gordon, guys that have been producing uh, – for a few years now. I mean, obviously Josh Gordon was back in 2013, 2014, uh, but he's still a guy with experience. He's been around an NFL team. He's been around an NFL offense. Tyrod Taylor, I mean, the guy's been in the league for a long time. So you have a bunch of players now and a bunch of guys that are veterans. Um, so the excuse of being young and progressing, it's kind of it's kind of falling off for the ground. So I think anything less than six wins would be very disappointing for that team. You know, all great points from you. Um, it's, I mean, it's tough to say the Browns are going to be a disappointing team again, or it's not really that tough to say, I guess. <laughs> but, I mean, this team is just so much better. I mean, I think everyone's a lot, really excited for them. I mean, we have Josh Gordon, everyone saying that they're the best receiving core in the league now. All this stuff going on. Well, let's, let's see it in September and October, man. Let's win some games early, and let's just let's make it known that this team is better. I agree. Absolutely. All right, uh, so, give me another team. My next team is, I think that Miami, the Miami Dolphins, that they will be in the top 10 picks uh, next year. Uh, I think this year they had 11. Um, I believe that this year they even take a further step back and they're a top 10 team for picks um, next season. So I do not think a good season's coming from them. And I think uh, them and the Bills will be at the bottom of the AFC East. Uh, I don't really like their roster. They traded away a lot of their talent. Um, you have no Dominic Sue. You don't have Jarvis Landry. Um, you don't have, uh, what's his name, Jay Ajayi. So yep. this is a team that kind of, 
I don't know. I don't really know what they're expecting to do or what their plan was besides <laughs> get rid of all our best players. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then let's throw Ryan Tannehill with out his starting running back who helped him rush for the most 200 yard games in the 2016 season at any rusher. And then let's also get rid of his best target. Um, so very questionable moves by the Dolphins. Uh, I mean, if they're restarting, they're restarting. That's great. But I do not think they'll be better than a bottom 10 team this year. You know, uh, I look at this team, I look at this roster, and uh, there's talent there for sure. I see talent. It's just that I feel like it's just talent kind of thrown together. It's not a team. Um, there's not really – I mean, you add Frank Gore in the offseason, uh, I guess, good pickup. I mean, Danny Amendola, these are just like they're, – they're good guys that can do some things for you. But I don't know if they're good for this Miami football team. I feel like, especially the Frank Gore signing was just kind of a uh, like a pre-retirement gift almost, just to bring him back to Miami. Um, yeah. I look at this team. My main question again at coaching Adam Gase. I feel like this is really his year. He's got to prove something this year. Um, been kind of a rocky road. I mean, he hasn't had his quarterback for about a year and a half. That is very tough. Um, definitely not going to hold that against him. But, I mean, I got to see something else from Gase um, unless – I mean, if it's another bad year, I mean, you just might as well think Peyton Manning got him hired just because he had a record-setting year when he was in Denver. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, so, it, I got to see something from Gase here. Yep. I, uh, I completely agree. All right. Uh, my next team, I've got the Houston Texans down here. Um, you know, a lot of hype for this team. Deshaun Watson coming back, DeAndre Hopkins probably – I mean, it's up there for me as one of the best quarterback-wide receiver tandems in the NFL right now. Uh, defense, a lot of talent. J.J. Watt's coming back. Um, Jadavion Clowney's been able to stay healthy. You get Whitney Merciless back. You add Tyron Matthew. Um, talent's there, but I feel like it's a lot of injury-prone guys here. Um, you kind of got to hope that it all works and hope that everyone stays healthy. Um, that they all especially... together, too. Yeah, that, too. I mean, we're adding uh, – I mean – you got a lot of – it's not new pieces, I mean, but with just Watt coming back and Merciless coming back, I mean, it's just like a lot of fresh blood coming in there. Um, you need that continuity. you got to build that rapport with your teammates, um, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, so, yeah, I'm just worried about – and then I look at this offensive line. This might be the worst offensive line in the league. I couldn't – I don't know any <laughs> of these guys, dude. I have no idea who these guys are. Um, so, I mean, Deshaun Watson uh, – my best wishes, man. Good luck. Yeah. I I don't uh, disagree with any of the points you made. Um, I do think there's a lot of talent. Um, but for me, it really comes down to being in a tough division. Um, yeah. And facing some tough teams uh, twice a year. So I don't see them winning that division. Uh, not this year, at least. Um, yeah. And for that reason, I think that would that, that'd be disappointing to uh, – Houston Texan fans um, after ending or last season, they were on a really high note with Deshaun Watson until they got hurt. Um, so I think that would be a real kind of, not. I mean, not, it's not that it's expected, but I think that fans would be disappointed. Uh, even I could see them finishing third in that division. So. Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, just going back to last year, even when Deshaun Watson played, he played uh, half, about half the year. I think he played in seven games. Uh, yeah, he played in seven games. Uh, one of them was the bye week while he, while he was healthy. 
he only went three and four I mean, with wins over Cincinnati, uh, destroyed Tennessee, and then they beat Cleveland. Um, but you lost to Seattle, Kansas City, New England, Jacksonville. I mean, you beat the bad teams and you lost to the good teams. So let's we'll see here in this next year. Was he three and three or three and four? Three and four. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, if you watch the Seattle game, I don't think that. Would oh be yeah. Ball. But just in general, I see what you're saying. Uh, I'm gonna move on. Uh, yeah. This one's in the same division. I'm gonna say that neither the Ravens nor the Bengals make the playoffs this year. Um, which I think is disappointing to both fan bases, mm-hmm. um, AFC North. I think that division's kind of going to be a mess this year after the Steelers. Um, yeah. I think you're going to see a lot of teams that are just mediocre um, and no one really that impresses you. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Browns find themselves above either the Ravens or the Bengals. Um, I don't think it's a lock that they're going to be fourth in that division. So disappointing teams uh Ravens and Bengals are definitely on my list you know um the Bengals had a good draft I think they can they have the potential to turn it around um but you bring Marvin Lewis back that's just a huge question mark right there I mean yeah I could definitely see them taking another step back or around the same this year uh Baltimore though I think is very interesting I think we got to keep an eye on that quarterback situation uh for sure if they get Lamar Jackson in there and he kind of provides that spark, I feel like we could see a mid mid to late season run from them. But uh, with Joe Flacco at the helm, I definitely agree with you. I don't see this team doing much with Flacco. Yep, absolutely. All right. Agree. Um, so I'm gonna go two teams too. Then same division. Uh, I'm gonna go the Rams and the 49ers here. Um, I've got the Rams down. A lot of hype this off season. Uh, a lot of new pieces. Um. That's why I think they have the potential to be disappointing. I mean, you got a lot going on here, uh, a lot of new faces, um, and you're kind of pushing all your chips to the center of the table and saying Super Bowl or bust. Um, a lot of lot to handle there. So, I, I mean, if this team misses getting a first round buy, or maybe they have uh, a one playoff game, maybe one win, and then they're out. I feel like that's disappointing for this team. This team's expected to make a deep run. I agree. And then with um, with the 49ers, again, kind of a lot of hype, uh, especially for Jimmy G. Um, I mean, the guy hasn't lost yet. Uh, let's see what happens when the losses start piling up, how this fan base, how this team reacts, how they rally around Jimmy G. Um, and then I look at their running game. Uh, my goodness, if you're going with Jarek McKinnon to start the year as your lead back with um, Matt Breida and Joseph Williams. Don't you know all the analytics say you don't need a running back? Yeah, uh, that's what I thought, uh, but uh, we'll see you in action this year in San Francisco. Um, I don't see Jared McKinnon as a number two or number three or a guy you can, you know, pair up with and use him in positive situations, kind of like Minnesota did. But you cannot have a player like him be your lead guy. I mean, watch football, understand that. (laughs) That's something that – I mean, you're throwing in Jimmy Garoppolo, who, in my opinion, is still pretty much a rookie. He, has, he hasn't played 16 games in the NFL. Yeah. And, and you're just kind of throwing him out there and saying, all right, good luck. I mean, our passing games are strong, so you're going to have to win games. Yeah. I had them down as well, and I said that they failed to win a postseason game. Um, and I think that would be a disappointment for 49ers fans and just Jimmy G hype trains in general. I mean, a lot of guys are – Oh, the 49ers this, 49ers that. They were 5-0 and with Jimmy G. Um, 
I don't think they win a postseason game. Uh, and I don't even know if they get into the postseason. So I think that a lot of people need to slow down and that the 49ers are missing a lot of pieces. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I'm with you there. This defense looks pretty stacked. I like where that's going. Um, offensively, I feel like we can get better at receiver. I mean, it's not a real flashy receiving core. Dante Pettis, let's see what he can do there. That'll be an exciting rookie to watch. Uh, offensive line, I mean, you add Weston Richburg, a great center. Uh, Joe Staley's getting a bit old. I feel like he kind of showed uh, some holes in his game that weren't there um, previous years last year. You add Mike McGlinchey, a uh, solid right tackle. Um, so it's still it's still being built in San Francisco is That's, the thing. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's Yeah. I mean – like Rome wasn't built in a year, you know? Exactly. So that's my thing with San Francisco. Um, it's nice that I'm a culture change, good coach, good quarterback. Yeah. Um, but I don't think people realize that it takes a while for these good teams to just, I mean, uh, the, the Falcons and Matt Ryan aren't just going to go away, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. So those guys aren't just going to be like, Hmm, we've been doing this for uh, six, seven years, eight years, nine years, whatever. Now, all of a sudden, this year, we're going to be back because there's a second-year quarterback who's supposed to be really – you know what I mean? Yeah. So, people – I mean, it's all good and whatever, but you have to remember the, the NFL, it's probably more than any other league, I mean, with the exception of the MLB, um, it takes a while for players to develop and get better and really make an impact. Um and do it consistently on a big time level. So, absolutely to watch for. Um, yeah, I mean, my I was next, just gonna. Oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna add one more. Sorry. Um, I mean, I'm exci- I'm so excited to watch this team. It's a fun team to watch. Kyle Shanahan's a great offensive mind. Um, and like we said, a lot of talent in places. And then you get Ruben Foster back, another player that's real exciting to watch. Um, but yeah, I don't know if we have enough of the the production will match the hype this year. That's all. All right, who you got? All right, my uh, um, I think I only have two more because we've had some duplicates. Um, my last two, uh, I'll just put one for now. Um, sure. I'm gonna say the Patriots don't get back to the Super Bowl this year. Um, I think it's a very tough thing to do to go to three straight Super Bowls, and I think that this year people are gonna be surprised, but I don't know if they make it out of the AFC. You know, that's just crazy that disappointing for them is not making the Super Bowl and not yeah, winning the AFC. It is. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, exactly. no, that, that's um, true. And I mean, that just speaks to their greatness. Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely, I don't think it, it'll, it'll be a long time before we see anything like this again. Um, I mean, it sucks. Both of our teams are in the AFC, so we've kind of been at the at the expense of the Patriots the past few years. But um, when it's gone, it's definitely going to be very strange, especially when Brady and Belichick are gone. Definitely going to be a, a weird thing to see the Patriots without those guys. I All right. Um, I'll kind of hit two then because I'm behind you in teams here. Uh, two same division teams again. Uh, I'm going to say the Chiefs and the Chargers um, for different reasons, though. The Chiefs, um, everyone I, – I was listening to Move the Sticks a few weeks ago, and they brought up at the end of the episode, they're like, man, everyone's just buying a ticket to – get on the train to Mahomesville. Everyone's already crowning this guy, giving him a gold jacket, all this stuff. And I agree. There's a lot of hype for Patrick Mahomes. The guy played one game against Denver Broncos backups. Let's wait and see a bit here. Um, I mean, he's got all the arm talent in the world. A lot of fun to watch. Everyone's so excited about this guy. And we're ready to crown this team, especially Mahomes, 
we just got to pump the brakes a bit. I mean, this team, I look at them, you're not that good defensively at all. You got rid of a lot of players there. Um, Eric Berry's back. Uh, he's had a lot of health problems in the past few years. Let's see if he kind of stays healthy again this year. Um, and in the offensive side of the ball, you get leading rusher back. You have that electric wide receiving core, Travis Kelsey. Um, so you're going to be scoring. It's just that your defense is also going to be allowing a lot of scoring too. Um, I'd see about eight and eight for them uh, is not out of the question, maybe even worse than that, um, which would be kind of disappointing for Chiefs fans. I think a team that's really been the division's best over the past few years. Um, do you want to comment on that one real quick? And then I'll get into my second team. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you with the Chiefs. Um, I think it's pretty much, you can look at it on paper. I just, there's a lot of, a lot of holes um, a lot of positions that they're going to have players that haven't really proved themselves in this league or, you know, isn't a quality starter in our eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they are. I Eight and eight, that's perfect. I mean, half of their team is super talented. Half of their team is kind of unknown and on the back end. So yep. I completely agree. All right. And then uh, my second team, um, I've got the Chargers here. A lot of hype coming into this year. This happens every year with the Chargers. Um, their issue is going to be injuries, um, the coaching, and then last year the kicking game. I mean, we have a kicker now in, San- in uh, Los Angeles. Um, let's see how that goes. Probably win a lot more games because of that, and you don't get that 0-4 start. Um, I mean, I'm just cautious with the Chargers. I mean, every year people hype this team up as a division, Super Bowl favorite, whatever. Um, I want to see it with this team first. Or, yeah, I mean – it, it, for me, the, the Chargers are tough. I mean, they they have all that talent. Yeah. Um, and I'd say even more so now than they ever have. So I think the pressure, I think the reason why I see them, I can see them being a disappointing team is because I don't think they've ever had this sort of pressure and this sort of, you know, talent. I mean, their secondary is, it's going to be, it's supposed to be the best secondary in the league. Yeah. Um, you got a bunch of guys that have ranked out as top 10, top 15 secondary guys. So now's the time for the Chargers to really, I mean, step up and see if they can, you know, win the division, win an AFC championship, uh, mm-hmm. take that next step. Um, so, and if they don't do that, it is going to be disappointing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's just a, this, this team is always hyped up um, and they always seem to fall flat. Exactly. Um, well, exactly. So, I mean, this year they're hyped up more than they've ever been. So it's kind of yeah. your point when it's hard. Exa- to yeah. To Just don't get caught in the trap. Flat. Yeah. Um, all right. You have how many? How many do you have left? I have one. Uh, do you want to give it out, or do you want to save it? And I'll, I can throw another one in. Uh, I mean, I'll just throw it out. All right, go for it. Um, yeah, because we both had. I had. We both had Forty Niners. Um. We both had the Bills, um, and then we both had the Chargers. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's who I had. Um, so my last one, um, I don't think Oakland is going to make the playoffs this year. Yeah. Um, I know there's a lot of talent on the off- offensive side of the ball, um, and John Gruden is preaching good things, and 
I just don't see a team turning around that much in one year from, I mean, how abysmal they looked. I mean, after they yeah. were really, really hyped and gassed up. Um, and it's a player with, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a team with a lot of talent, um, some players. Uh, but for me, the biggest concern for them is I don't think they have the secondary Absolutely. Um, that you need to have to win in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know how passing's going. You know how offensives throw the ball way more. Uh, so I just don't think Oakland's there yet. And I think that's definitely going to be a disappointment for the Oakland fan base. You know, I can see that too, um, especially the fact that this team's years are now ticking down in Oakland. Um, I think next year's the last year. or Yeah, next year, right? Um, yep. I mean – this is going to sound especially weird coming out of my mouth just as a Broncos fan. But, you know, as a Raiders fan, I'd be kind of hurt um, if they kind of left Oakland, I don't know, just like lackluster to end it off, especially with the hype from two years ago. Um, really thought this team was about to turn the corner and be a contender in the AFC for a while. Uh, and then they really took a major step back last year, and it was concerning. Uh, you get rid of the coaches out there, you think you fix the problem, and then you bring Gruden in and uh, you have the – Issues in the draft with him and McKenzie. I mean, you come out with a lackluster draft. Um, but again, it's a process here. It's John Gruden's first offseason. Um, I feel like he kind of he's, – he's definitely got some time, especially with that 10-year contract. I mean, he's got at least two to three years here to kind of get it together first before we need to see results. So uh, – but, yeah, I mean, I don't see this team really winning more than six games, um, especially in the, the division. Again, one of the tougher divisions in the NFL. Um It'll be a lot of fun watching AFC West football again. Yep, absolutely. All right. Um, so I got three teams left, uh, two in the same division, though, so I'll hit those, and then we'll get to my last team. So I've got uh, the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I've got them down here. Just for the fact that this team is always up and down at a year-to-year rate, it's really interesting to see. Um, we had the big year last year. Um, lost to the Saints three times last season, uh, the third coming in the playoffs, ending their season. Um, let's see if that doesn't break them, though. You add some nice players, though. DJ Moore, Ian Thomas. Um, get Cam some more weapons. I feel like this is Cam's best supporting cast that he's had in a while. Uh, so the expectations are pretty high. Uh, C.J. Anderson coming over, too. Should have a nice running game. Um, if they re- can return to the playoffs, I feel like that's their bar right there. Just make the playoffs. If they don't make the playoffs, I feel like that'd be disappointing. Um, then my second team, the Atlanta Falcons. Kind of a lot of hype coming into this year, too, just uh, with the home Super Bowl potentially. Um, still have yet to see that. You had Ridley. I mean, the offense is going to be there again. Um, it's just down to Sar- Steve Sarkeesian, I think. Can you put the right players in the right situation? Can we get Julio, ball- Julio Jones the ball um, more often? Can we get more than, what was it, three touchdowns in a season, which is ridiculously low for a guy as talented as Julio Jones? Um, so that's what I'm looking at there. Absolutely. Um... I think it's going to be interesting. Uh, I guess just in that division in general, mm-hmm. I feel as if it's kind of a division that there's going to be two to even, I guess, three, uh, if you're including the Bucks, um, disappointed fan base. Yeah. Um, that's a team that – or, I mean, that's a division that you have – Falcons and Falcons are expecting to win that division. You have the Saints. The Saints are expecting to win that division. And then you have um, the Panthers. 
Um, so I, I completely agree with what you're saying. And I think uh, out of those three teams, I think it's pretty much – I mean, I, it's pretty much smart to just say right out flat that whoever doesn't win that division, I think the uh, fan bases are going to be divi- uh, disappointed. Um, yeah, absolutely. So if the Falcons win, I think both the Saints and the Panthers are going to be disappointed. Um, those are three teams that you all could expect to win a division. So completely agree with that assessment. Yeah, not to get off topic here, but even Tampa, they, they, they're a lot better this year. Um, very competitive division. It's going to one, – only one team will truly be happy from this division, I think. Exactly, exactly. All right, and then uh, my last team here, kind of a team I've got a big eye on. I think the whole league is too. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings, um, another team. You kind of gathered all your chips and pushed them to the center of the table and said, this is our year to win the Super Bowl. Um, you know, when you bring in a new quarterback uh, like this, I feel like doing that in season one, pushing all your chips and saying we're winning the Super Bowl this year is really tough. Um, I mean, it's just a lot of expectations for a guy coming into a new situation, new coaching staff, new receivers to throw to. Um, it's just a lot, and I could definitely see it happening for Minnesota where um, maybe they don't even make it as far as last year. And that would especially be disappointing considering a lot of people think that this team is better. Um, the defense is going to be there. The offense, they're going to score points. Um, it's going to be a good football team. They probably will win 12, 13 games. Um, but if you don't make it out of the playoffs or at least make it to the NFC Championship and try and push for that Super Bowl, I feel like that will be disappointing. I don't disagree. I think that's a team with just – a lot of pressure on them in general. Yeah. All um, right. Yeah. Wraps us up there. Um, good segment. A lot of fun with that. Don't you think? Yep. Absolutely. Um, and I mean, it was kind of good to do it twice because we could reiterate our points even more. Yeah. Um, um, hopefully this one saves. Yeah. Hopefully this came through too. Um, uh, it's kind of tough doing a segment over again. Um, absolutely. Just, I mean, like you said, you already spit a lot of your points out there. Um, but hopefully we came through for you guys. Um, fun sports weekend, though. Uh, World Cup, uh, U.S. Open, uh, baseball's in the middle of the season. Uh, division races started to heat up before the All-Star break here. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we have a lot to keep our eye on. Uh, we're, we're trying to stay busy here. We'll, we'll make it to September, man. We're going to get there. I, I have faith. Um, yeah. I, uh, I'm not worried. There's always sports. There's always contact. Yeah. There's always football to get to. Uh, so if you guys want us to hit on a certain topic or a certain sport or a certain team, um, just tweet us or Instagram us. Uh, yeah. Let us know. We are more than happy to put it into one of our shows. Yeah, for sure. Um, we're really open to suggestions here, especially during this slow summertime period. Um, you have any ideas whatsoever, please just throw them our way. Um, we'll take them all into consideration. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, If you could leave us a five-star review on iTunes, that'd be great as well. And uh, we'll talk to you guys uh, later on in the week. Absolutely. Thank you, guys.